Hello and welcome. You're now listening to the 202A Podcast, your one-stop hub for getting quality content on becoming the next millionaire investor. Hi, I'm Vince. And I'm Tizen, and we'll be leading you through our digestible SWOT analysis on complex business operations, and we'll judge whether they'll sink or swim. Between the two of us, we have 10 years of solid business analytical experience, and we want to empower with you the tools necessary to not just survive, but thrive as an investor. Hey, Vince, let yeah. me ask you, mm. what do you have? Do you have like uh, Apple Music, Spotify, or like what kind like, of music service? You know, I'm not going to lie. When you said like, what do you have? I thought like, oh, what do I have? Oh, that's an extensive <laughs> list. <in> my, uh, <laughs> but uh, I have Spotify. I primarily use Spotify whenever I want to listen to music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. It's reliable. I can listen to it on my Alexa device, my Google device. I can listen to it on my phone. Mm-hmm. It's great. I don't now, know, how about you? Do you think uh, Spotify, well, I, I also use Spotify. Yeah. But do you think Spotify has like the most amount of songs than like Apple Music or anything else? Yeah, hands down. Like what? I feel like everyone has, at least within my circle, everyone has Spotify. Mm-hmm. Everyone primarily uses Spotify. Well, believe it or not, SoundCloud actually has the most music content than any others. Wait, what? Yeah. So like Apple Music only mm. has 60 million songs. Only 60. Only 60. Oh, I like I mean, like only 60 million. Only 60 million. million. Only 60 million. Spotify has about 55 million. Well, hold on. Spotify has less than Apple? Yes. Okay, okay. And the biggest, mm. the biggest person who has the most is SoundCloud. Okay, with what, 200 million? million. Two, <laughs> 200 million. million, yeah. That's more than what? Qu- almost quadruple what Spotify has. Yeah, it's uh, double both of theirs. God, wow. Okay, wow, mm-hmm. okay. Uh, why, all right, why haven't I really heard about SoundCloud? Like, it's... See, that's the thing. It's because a lot of, like, big mainstream artists don't really put their stuff on there. Mm. It's mostly for, like, these indie artists or like new upcoming mm, artists okay so like if an indie artist like say for example like i listen to the top 100 like mm-hmm. every day on like spotify mm-hmm. i won't be able to find like these indie artists on spotify no no i mean if they do become popular out of nowhere then yeah. yes okay gotcha gotcha but it's mostly like people who just starting out okay or like mediocre interest interest i wonder why like why that's the case why do in like starting up artists go towards soundcloud rather than going towards spotify mm. or youtube that's a good question mm-hmm. but Maybe we can answer that in our uh, today's episode. Yeah, in today's episode, we're going to talk about SoundCloud and like why they're so good and why they're such a great company. Mm-hmm. But they, they have to be a great company if they have 200 million songs on their platform. But first, let's talk a little bit more about what SoundCloud is and who they are. You got it, man. So SoundCloud is essentially a audio distribution website, mm. right? So it's like Spotify, it's like Apple Music, whatever. But it's mostly tailored for like original songs and for podcasts too so like let's say you have a song let's say you're a new songwriter right okay and you have a new song that you want to bring out sure mostly you would put it on soundcloud Mm. Mm -hmm. and let's say or let's say you're a dj or something Mm -hmm. and you want to remix a song gotcha you would put that on soundcloud instead of spotify or apple music why is that why would you put? because it's more tailored towards like indie artists or like new upcoming artists Mm, okay so it's like their go-to place Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah like their whole business model Mm -hmm. is basically built from the creators out creators out Mm -hmm. okay so you as a creator you know it's tailored for you essentially Mm. and what's nice is that you can actually upload music and you can share it either publicly or privately so I can share it. So say, for example, if I have like a specific song that I'm trying to make, I can mm-hmm. share it with my friends just privately. Yeah, they just it. privately. So only they will listen to it. Nobody else will. I like that. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they have two type of plans, right? For sure. So they have the Pro Unlimited mm-hmm. and they have the Go. Okay. Now, the Pro Unlimited is mostly tailored for artists. 
Gotcha. While as a go is just like you and me, like just listeners. Mm, okay. Mm. Oh, I like that. I like that. Like as a user, like I can go to SoundCloud. It could be for me as a creator or me as a listener. Mm-hmm. I like that. It's a good thing. That's basically what SoundCloud is. Nice. Now I know that SoundCloud is located in Berlin, Germany. Mm-hmm. So that's their major headquarters. Yeah. Now they do have an office located in New York City. The reason why is because they really want to consolidate their offices mm-hmm. and they really want to focus on an American audience as well, as yep. well as like a European international audience. Mm-hmm. Now, if we go back to the very beginning, it all really got started in 2007 by two guys, Alexander Leung mm-hmm. and Eric Walfors. Alexander Leung, he was a sound engineer. Yeah. And Eric Walfors was an electronic artist. Mm-hmm. So it was a, like literally like a match made in heaven. Yeah. So two of them got together and within a year, in October of 2008, they actually went live with SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. And their entire goal was to be a direct competitor towards MySpace. Ah, and were they? Yeah, actually they were. A lot of people started to migrate from MySpace to SoundCloud. And at the time, mm-hmm. those two were a neck and neck. Mm-hmm. But... I don't know. Like, I don't have a MySpace today. Teasing, I don't know if you have a MySpace today. It's way outdated, you know. It, it's, it's very it's, outdated. It's gone. And that yeah. died, and then, you know, what was it? Uh, Facebook took over. Facebook took over. I f- it's just like the nature of things. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, SoundCloud, like, really. But surprisingly, SoundCloud is still alive. It's still pretty relevant today. Well, Fast forward, like you said, like, today, that's really all thanks to their former CEO, Kerry Trainer. Mm-hmm. Right now, as of January 1st, 2021, he's being replaced by this new CEO, mm-hmm. Mike Wolfman. Now, thanks to Kerry Trainer. SoundCloud is one of the largest streaming services with over 175 million monthly users going onto the website. Monthly? Monthly. So 175 million, million per month, every per single month. month. Exactly. Oh, wow. That yeah. is, wow. The thing is that, you know, SoundCloud actually wanted to do that whole thing that Spotify is kind of doing where you have to pay. Oh, well, what do you mean? I thought with Spotify, you could have a free app. Yeah, so Spotify, you can have a free option or you can have the paid or the family plan. Mm, right? okay. So there's three gotcha. options that you can have. Now... What SoundCloud wanted to do was SoundCloud wanted all users to pay $10 a month. Mm. But that did not end up working because nobody ended up getting accounts. That makes sense. Because, like, what I personally wouldn't want to pay $10 for derivative work. I want to pay $10 for premium stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why they ended up creating their uh, Go platform and their Pro platform. Interesting. Yep. And then for the Go, you know, you can still make an account for free Mm -hmm. and listen to music, or you can get the Go version with no ads. Okay. You know, so similar to Spotify. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. And then, and then I didn't know they had ads on uh, SoundCloud. Yeah. Apparently there's ads, but it's not like in between the music. It's like in between sets. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. And as of right now, like SoundCloud is more focused on their pro and like pro unlimited Mm. than their go platforms. Gotcha. Okay. So like they're focusing more on like artists. Okay. Than the users itself that listens to. I guess that makes sense. Like what with 200 million songs, Mm -hmm. it's great for creators. Yeah. That it's like sense. a, it's like the best platform to get started, yeah, to okay. become someone. Cool, I mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, and so here's the thing, Kerry Trainer, he did not really get handed the job. Mm. He was begging them for the job. Well, hold on, what do you mean by that? So back in 2017, SoundCloud was about to be sold, right? And they were about to go bankrupt. Yes, yeah, yeah. they had a liquidity issue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Kerry came to them and told them, "Listen, make me the CEO. I will fix it. I can get us out." Now, did he actually fix it? Yeah, yes, he did. Wow. He somehow managed to get them out of that, Hmm. get them out of bankruptcy. And basically, he's the one who brought them up this much. Yeah, I mean, it definitely makes sense because I know that a lot of users don't really talk about SoundCloud. But like you said, 200 million users, that's great for DJs, for remixes and all that derivative work. And it's really all thanks to Kerry because like... If it wasn't for that revenue stream for like the creator development for the ultimate pro plans and all that good stuff soundcloud might not be here today or might not be the entity that we know today Mm -hmm. true Mm -hmm. and i guess it's a good thing that he'd pushed for the creators because i don't know about you but i don't really hear about the go plan too much nope 
No. I mean, I I mean when you think about SoundCloud, right? Mm-hmm. The first thing that pops up to your head is, oh, okay, somebody probably remixed a song, or yeah. like there's probably like an EDM or like some kind of set on there. Mm. You know, nobody really actually thinks about actual music. Yeah, but there is a lot of actual mm-hmm. music. And like, if I want to go to SoundCloud and listen to that dude's uh, remix or that dude's uh, soundtrack, I mean, anybody can actually go on it without. A user, or yeah, without paying or without even signing up. Mm-hmm. But what signing up, you know, then you have the options of saving stuff, putting yeah. it on playlist, for sure, so on and so forth. Yeah, I feel like at that point it's not even worth that as a listener to really pay for that. Mm-hmm. Which is good on Carrier Trainer for like making that decision, that mm-hmm. final decision, and actually making a vision going on. Yep. With all that background being said, mm-hmm. I think it's time to get into our analysis. I like so it. So let's begin with our uh, SWOT analysis and let's begin with our strengths. Sounds like a plan. Now, to get started on their strengths, mm-hmm. if you actually look at the numbers, within the past 30 days, they've gotten over 157 million visits. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's and a lot. That's a growth rate at around 7.57%. So, per you're telling me a company that was established in 2007 is still growing the number of monthly users? Mm-hmm. That's yep. wild. Yep. And at explained. a rate of 7.7, which is really good if that's you think really about good. it. That's really good. Yeah. It's amazing, that's actually. Mm-hmm. And if, if you were to actually look at the numbers and look at where it's coming from, mm-hmm. You would quickly see that the biggest is the United States. Really? Bringing in close to 36% of the total views. That's shocking. What? Considering that they're from Berlin, I thought it would be Germany would be mm-hmm. number one. That's what you think. And what's surprising is the second okay. is actually the UK. The UK. And it's not like in the 30s or the 20s. It's no. actually only 6%. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, wow, it's a big decline. Yeah. And coming in at third place is Germany. Mm. Where it originated from. And it's not no six, it's actually four percent. I guess it makes sense. What the United States okay, the US it makes sense because what the US is a big country, they have a lot more greater population. Mm-hmm. I guess it makes sense. But what's shocking is that the UK has gives more visitors mm-hmm. to SoundCloud than Germany. Yeah. And I mean, if you were to look at their monthly growth, mm-hmm. so you know, like the United States, they're at around six point Eight percent. So they're growing additional yeah. monthly users. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Uh, the what is it? The United Kingdom is going at an eight percent. Okay. And Germany is actually nine percent. So okay. 9. So they're 8%. really growing. So they're growing way faster. Nice. And the thing is, if you were to look at like the site ranking rankings okay. of the companies, so the United States uh, SoundCloud is ranked at one hundred sixty-eight. Jeez, okay. See, you would think they would be under 100 because they're having that many views. That begs the question. What is number one? What, what con- How yeah, many visitors what, constitute mm-hmm, number one or number two? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's a good question. And like in the other in the other countries too, mm-hmm. it's usually in the two, three, four hundreds. Okay, I guess yeah. that makes sense. So, makes I mean, sense. you know, the United States is most popular. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. But dang, mm-hmm. wow, that's really good for them. Yeah, and another cool thing is that in the past 30 days, They've had almost close to 5 million downloads from Google and Apple Store. I didn't know they had a an app. Yeah, I did not know they had an app, too. I thought it was mostly like an online thing. Hmm. But, yeah, they do have an app. And Interesting. It's just like Spotify or Apple Music. Not bad, not bad. Okay, that's really nice for the great for user interface, great for the users like you and I. Mm-hmm. Not bad. And here's the other thing that's really cool. Yes. The fact that let's say you are a musician and let's say you your music is on Spotify, right? Mm. I mean, not Spotify, SoundCloud. Yes. Right? You actually have the ability to actually sell the that song to other people. Okay. So, like, let's say you're a musician, right? And let's say I want to buy your music. Sure. I can actually buy it through SoundCloud. How, and how, you do, you get do, paid. how do you do that? You just like get like the transaction, like you could buy. The yeah. So the you just you just put the tracks up, mm-hmm. and you can put like a certain price. Okay. And let's say I am the listener, and I've listened to your song, and I really like it, and I want it. 
Mm. I can actually go in and buy your song. That's great for creators. Buy a digital copy, or if I want a physical copy, Mm -hmm. I can technically order that too Mm. from there itself. And that's really cool because if you think about it, not a lot of other uh, sites do that. Like Spotify doesn't do that, but Apple Apple does do that. Okay, with their you know iTunes, you can buy, Mm -hmm. but. The fact that, you know, like if you're a new upcoming artist and like, you know, you're making remixes and stuff like that, mm-hmm. the fact that you can do that there, yes. that's pretty cool. That's really nice. Mm-hmm. That is really nice. Yeah. I, I mean, and, you know, like we said earlier, the fact that they are the biggest in music mm-hmm. catalogs, the fact that, you know, like they have over 200 songs mm-hmm. on SoundCloud and the fact that, you know, like Spotify only has like 55 million and Apple only has 60 million, mm-hmm. you know, th- that's a big strength. That's a huge strength where yeah. they have so many users. Mm-hmm. Going back to what you were saying about like creators being able to make music, mm-hmm. the, 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 pro, the technical program that you're talking about is a SoundCloud Premiere program. Mm-hmm. And I know you said like like uh, Apple has a uh, program similar to that too. And I know YouTube, if you want to become a YouTube creator, you have to like reach certain thresholds. Mm-hmm. But actually, the SoundCloud Premiere program, there's not much barrier to entry going on to, be, to make money. Well, what do you need? Yes. Yeah, so in order to bec- uh, get money, you need to become a pro member. Mm-hmm. And then your tracks, everything you need to create needs to be 100% original. Like you can't create it, you can't be copied. Copyrighted, which I guess that makes sense because yeah. you don't want to steal anything from someone else. Mm-hmm. And all right, you got you got to hear this out, man. Just guess how many listeners do you think need to listen to your music per month? I'm gonna say like a good uh, five, six thousand. No, five hundred. You only need five hundred listeners per month in order to qualify for the program to get paid. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's pretty nice. And yeah, like like you said, you're if you meet all this criteria. You can sell your music to other users. Mm, so you can start monetizing and make money. Exactly, yeah. Like, as a creator. Those are really low, you know, st- That's a low barrier to entry. Yeah. yeah. And, like, as a creator, it's great and all, but we also got to talk about the company itself, SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. SoundCloud, a lot of people really believe in the company. They've went through, like, many series of investments. Yeah, I've heard they've gone through a lot of, like, uh, startup investments, too. They did, yes. Mm-hmm. They've gone through at least from Series A all the way down to Series F. Plus okay. corporate funding. Mm. Now, Vince, what yeah. exactly are these series A, B, Cs? Yeah, that, that's a good question. So, you know, like with a company with a stock, like mm-hmm. say, for example, like if you don't know what a direct listing is or an mm-hmm. IPO is, go back and listen to our previous episode. And Tease and you actually talk a lot about what is a direct listing. Mm-hmm. But in the event that you're not a public company and you're a private company, you need to undergo these things called a series round of investments. Mm-hmm. Now, you go around and you ask for certain investors like angel investors, private investors for money to fund into your company. Mm-hmm. Now, you could go through many rounds. So say, for example, if it's your private company and this is the first time you go about doing it, this is a series A. Yeah. So this is like all the series. It's mostly for startup companies. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Startup companies or private companies, but exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... They've went through so many different rounds of investing. Mm-hmm. Now, the first time that they underwent investing was in April 2009. Okay. Just two years after their inception. Mm-hmm. And in that time, they were able to raise 2.5 million euros. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, which is not that bad. It was not that bad. Well, not I mean, bad, for, not bad. Uh, for a new company. But the next, uh, within two years from there, mm-hmm. on January 2011, okay. they were able to raise 10 million US dollars. Oh, okay. That, that's good. Yeah. And like as the series keep on progressing, they get a lot of big time investors coming in and like giving them a whole bunch of money. Mm-hmm. And the amount of money they were able to raise skyrocketed tremendously. Now, I do know that, you know, at one point, Ashton Kutcher mm-hmm. and Guy Owsley. Yes. Yes. They actually got in and they partnered with them. They did. They and partnered that actually with- boosted their, you know, users tremendously. I mean, yeah, like if Ashton Kutcher, like the famous actor from that 70s show, mm-hmm. invests into your company, you got to like take it back. You got to be taken back and wonder like, oh, what's he doing? What does he see in this mm-hmm. company? Mm-hmm. And in fact, like you said, 
a lot of people took notice. They're like, why does Ashton believe in this company? And that really, I think that really helped build up the company to where it is today. Mm -hmm. And like, like you said, Ashton Kutcher, he was involved in the series B round of investing. Okay. So he definitely very early investor. Mm -hmm. Now their latest investing occurred pretty recently, actually in February, 2020. Was that the series XM? Exactly. Mm -hmm. The series okay. XM. Now they really needed the funding because of COVID and everything like that. They were not doing They're recently. They're not doing so hot. Mm -hmm. So, Before then, in, uh, on August uh, 2017, they asked for $169 million to prevent from bankruptcy. Okay. They got mm -hmm. back up. They're okay, but they need some more money now. Mm -hmm. So in February 11, 2020s for the Series XM, mm -hmm. they got $75 million from them. Oh, okay. Yeah, which allows them to partner up with Pandora, which allows them to partner up with mm -hmm. a whole bunch of content. Yeah, because uh, Series XM owns Pandora, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. But yeah, teasing. Like, like I said, like with all that funding that they're getting, a lot of people really believe in SoundCloud, mm -hmm. which... Begs the question, are there really any weaknesses for SoundCloud? To be honest, they actually do. Now, if you think about it, back in 2017, it was actually well publicized that SoundCloud was going to go under. They were going to go bankrupt. Yeah, I know that they were trying to like find a seller to, or trying to find a buyer to buy them out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, they ran out of cash mm. and they couldn't support themselves okay. and they couldn't you know, survive. Yeah, no, I remember it was really rough for them. Mm -hmm. So that's when the CEO, Carrie Trainer actually went up to Alex. Alex right, Leon. Alex Leon. No, yeah. he was the CEO. He was CEO at the time. Yeah, at the time. And then basically begged him, basically told him not to sell it. Okay. Not to sell the company, not to go into bankruptcy, mm -hmm. and to make him the CEO because he can actually raise capital and he can actually save SoundCloud. That's wild. Like what, a guy, a random dude just comes out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. Like he wasn't even part of SoundCloud. No, he wasn't. No. But, you know, he saw like a potential. Mm -hmm. And he was like, you know what? Like, We can do it. You know what's shocking? That guy, Kerry Trainer, mm -hmm. he was able to sell. Who's actually able to sell to the board? Not to sell on this company vision more so than the founder himself, Alex yeah. Leung. Yeah, exactly. So like, what was like? Was Alex tired of it? Like, was I don't know. Like, did why Alex do you, not do you want, just want to yeah, give up? Because like, if I mean, you know, Alex could have you know figured it out, mm -hmm. but he just wanted to sell at that point. Yeah, not gonna lie. Like back then, back then, like it was like if you looked at their business model, it was like all over the place. Mm -hmm. Like what? If they're talking about like like that plan you were talking about, like trying yeah. to sell ten dollars a month for users to listen to it. Mm -hmm. The creator fund, like everything, was just like half baked. Yeah, I mean, so what ended up happening was that Alex actually left the role as a CEO, mm. and he actually took uh, the director role. Okay, okay. You know, so Alex became a director, mm. and then uh, Carrie actually took over the CEO. Okay, so like I'm assuming it became better after that. Yeah, it became better. You know, they got out of bankruptcy, mm -hmm. and you know he was doing good, but. There was an issue with the board of directors. And what what do you mean by that? So I have no idea exactly why, but so Alex, right? So Alexander Leon. Mm -hmm. So he was actually terminated as a director back in December 31st of 2020. Well, well what do you mean by that? Like I looked at his Twitter feed and it so, says yeah, so in Twitter and everything, yes. it says like, you know, the director, he's the director, but officially on papers, he's been terminated. What do you mean by official and papers? Like, did you look at financial, like actual? So, like, so we can't really find like exact financials <laughs> because it is a private company, yes. right? But we did find another site from the UK, mm. a UK site, which you know this is like originated governmental, what? yeah, yeah, okay. And it had like all their legal papers. Mm. So in their documents, it they had a termination letter. Wow, for Alexander Leon. So when did he? When was he terminated again? So he was terminated December 31st of last year, so 2020. So this is why this would their is, founder be? Why would he be terminated from? See that that's the question. He's the founder. Yeah. Why would he be terminated? And like, like I understand if he wants to step down, if he quit. 
But yeah. the fact that there's an actual document that states that he was terminated. He was funny also, like, Carrie, he's also no longer the CEO, right? No, no, he isn't. No. Yeah. He actually, uh, he quit, right? Yeah, I don't know if he quit, but, like, I heard, like, Mike Weissman mm -hmm. is now the new CEO as of January 1st, 2021. Mm. Like what? He's, so what's what happening? With this company? What's happening? I mean, it's not just Alex. There's another person, uh, Artem Fisherman. Mm -hmm. So he was also terminated, and he was one of the directors too. I remember like Artem. He was like a back then. Like at least if you look on Wikipedia, he was a CTO of the mm -hmm. company. Yeah, he what's was the... a CTO, and it, it, this was actually December 19 of 2019. Mm. So a year before. Wow. That he was terminated. My God. So it comes down to the question, like, what what's going on? What's going like, on? With why the, are the they? Like, they're yeah. really consolidating everything. Mm -hmm. like, I guess, like, consolidating is not even the right word. They're really, like, doing damage control. Yeah. Like, the fact that they got rid of Alex. Yes. You know, like, why? Like, what is the reason? But, like, the thing mm -hmm. is, we've looked, and we can't find anything. No. Like, nothing else to uh, cooperate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But like I guess uh, I guess it kind of makes sense. Like they're not shy of getting rid of people. Because mm -hmm. what back in 2017 when you said that they were on the verge of like bankruptcy being sold to another company, mm -hmm. they had to let go of 173 of their employees. Mm, yep. They let I them go and they consolidated that. the offices from all over the world mm -hmm. just to two offices, New so York, New York and Berlin. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's where they are right now. So yeah. was the, their infrastructure is going down? They're boarded. Their filing members are leaving. Mm -hmm. Like new people are coming in and going out. Well, I do know that. So the the biggest weakness that uh, uh, that they kind of had mm -hmm. was that so they were kind of running under the will of the labels. What do you mean by that? Right. So the labels were the ones that were like primarily responsible for pushing SoundCloud to make users pay ten dollars a month. Mm. So it service. wasn't SoundCloud's idea. It was the it, it wasn't idea. really SoundCloud's idea. It was the labels' idea. And is this one of the primary reasons why? Yeah. So this okay. is actually one of the reasons why SoundCloud actually almost went into bankruptcy in twenty seventeen. Cool. Yeah. So you know what? Right when that happened, mm -hmm. SoundCloud was like, "Nope, we can't be listening to them anymore." Like, they're taking mm, a whole different. Yeah, direction. we're doing the whole different route. You guys can't like. Tell us what to do. My God. Yeah. But that was one of the biggest reasons why, mm. you know, they started sinking. I mean, like, it, I guess it makes sense for them. Like, when they did stop listening to, uh, to the labels and not forcing mm -hmm. onto that $10 a month subscription plan, mm -hmm. their financials actually started going up. Mm -hmm. Now, we looked into their financials in 2018. Their financials, like, the revenue was actually pretty good. But from 2018 to 2019, the revenue actually started going up. But teasing the thing is, their operating cash flow... Even though the revenues are going up, their operating cash flow has been going down. How much? Yeah. So in 2018, their operating cash flow was positive 2 million euros. Okay. Not bad. Not, not bad. bad but not I mean, bad. I expected more from a company like them. Mm -hmm. but okay. I mean, they've been established for a while. Yeah. Yeah. But, but okay, 2 million. That's, that's not, million. Positive that's not million. too bad. Okay. Now in 2019, mm -hmm. even though the revenue has been going up, mm -hmm. the revenue or their operating cash flow has been negative 25 million euros. Wait, 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 wait. Yes. Negative 25 million as in... Under 25 million? Under 25 million. They've been losing money on their operating cash flow. Why? What was it? Like, I don't, that's the thing. I don't know. And this is what like, really bogs my mind about SoundCloud. Like like you're saying, we were looking to their financials. Mm -hmm. A lot of stuff that we find in their official governmental documents, mm -hmm. not, it's not like verified with other third-party sources. Yeah, I mean, they are private, so they technically don't need to give like 100% true I suppose, Facts. but we, we did do a research about Coinbase, and Coinbase was yeah, they. It was much easier to actually, accurate, yeah, yeah. It was much easier to like verify all this information. Mm -hmm. Well, then again, what I think it's because this is not really a U.S. company. I guess so, but 
But I mean, yeah, I mean, I do, I do get what you're trying to say. Yeah, yeah like it's, it's just, it's kind of like kind of sketchy because like, mm-hmm. where did all this money go? Where did all their operating revenue go? Mm-hmm. Like, what's going on? And like another thing about them is like a lot of the revenue not doesn't just stem from the United States. It stems from all over the world. But the U.S. is a primary market. Yeah, like the revenue, sixty eight percent of their revenue comes from the U.S. Mm-hmm. and eighty eight percent of their revenue from ads also comes comes from the U.S. Oh wow, yeah. So, you know, like, let's say if U.S. just stops, mm-hmm. you know, going on Spotify, I mean, not Spotify, uh, SoundCloud. Yeah. They're done. They're done. Yeah. No more. It's uh, They're really relying on the U.S. For an international company, they're really relying on the U.S. US market. Yeah. That does not sound like an international thing. Mm-mm. Now, another one, if you think about it, is the fact that they have a lot of liquidation risks. Mm. So if you actually look at it, they're trying to mitigate the risks. Like, with their recent cash flows from uh, Series XM, right? Mm. So... You know, it's a short-term obligation that's met, but at a timely. Yeah, no, that, that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. man, it's like they're on life support. I don't like any companies that are like really reliant on other other companies. Mm-hmm. Like, and in fact, I would say SiriusXM is in a way kind of a competitor towards SoundCloud. I mean, it's a big competitor because they own uh, Pandora. Pandora. Exactly. So it's like, what are they, what are they trying to do? Yeah. Or like, are they trying to put, get a foot in the door before they actually take over the company? Mm. Oh, who knows? Who knows? I don't know. That's a, that's a that's a fair point right there. Yeah. I mean, they could. They could. Like, they already have access to their financials. They mm-hmm. already know that SoundCloud is already going down. Mm-hmm. Pretty bad for SoundCloud, yep. if you ask me. But, like like you said, like, yeah, from outside sources, they're getting cash. They're, they're getting cash from SiriusXM. They're also, they're losing money. They're hemorrhaging money from their operating cash flow, from their investing cash flow. Mm-hmm. Everything. Everything's mm-hmm. going down. Through their SoundCloud Premiere program? Yes. You know, it's a program where you can monetize your music or whatnot, mm-hmm. right? But what kind of sucks is even if you have millions and millions of views, it doesn't necessarily mean that you can make money off of all of those. So they actually have a list of countries that are allowed to get monetized. Oh, really? Yeah. So there's like a certain list of countries that allow monetization. Of so songs. if you're like, unfortunately, like you're living in a, one of those blacklisted countries, you can't get monetized? No. That's all. You can't get monetized. And let's say like, uh, let's say you are here, mm-hmm. but you made a song and most of your plays are from one of those blacklisted countries. Mm. Oh, you no. don't get monetized on those. Oh, no. Yeah. That's horrible. Well, That's horrible. Like a, yeah. I, I thought a, a listen is a listen. Yeah, a listen is a listen, but if it's not with from the countries that's on the list, it does not count. That's bogus. Yeah, that that does not make any sense. That's like, no. That's, well, like, that's what really are they doing? Bad. You know, like if you have a Spotify account, mm-hmm. it's a literally based on how many plays. Yeah. You and like, he's not going to lie. To make matters even worse, with that premiere program, mm-hmm. say, for example, if SoundCloud is doing pretty badly that, that month or that year, mm-hmm. they will take a portion, a greater portion of your profits yep. and give you less. Mm-hmm. It's it's terrible as a creator. Like, your contention, your reliance on SoundCloud doing well as a company. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, the barrier to entry to become a premiere member to get money from SoundCloud is lower than a lot of other places, mm-hmm. but it's very it's not as stable as other places. No, no. No. I mean, one of their other things that they're kind of not that good at mm-hmm. is the fact that they have a super high bounce rate. Oh, what, what's a bounce rate? I'm not familiar So with a that. bounce rate is the percent of what people, what, what the traffic is doing. Mm-hmm. So for SoundCloud, for instance, the bounce rate is 47%. So okay. what does that mean? That means 47% of people who go onto SoundCloud.com mm-hmm. actually click somewhere else or actually gets out of SoundCloud.com. Oh, wow. Like quickly. Oh. Yeah. That's not good. So That's people not don't good. even care so for people, website. people aren't really in there for like a long period of time or something. Yeah. You know? Now, like if we're on like, you know, Spotify or something. Yes. We're constantly on there. We're looking at music. We're trying to find different music. We'll play it. We'll do that. Mm-hmm. But what's happening here is that 47% are actually going on there, either finding a track or finding an artist and like going to their page or somewhere else. Hot damn. Yeah. Which is not good. That's really bad. Yeah. 
I mean, so yeah, I mean, they do have weaknesses. I mean, which company doesn't, no. right? But they do have quite a bit opportunities actually. That's right. And with opportunities, there really isn't a lot of opportunities. I mean, like if you're a user, as a DJ or as a remix artist, there are a decent amount of opportunities. It's a great place to really get your foot in the door and really just become established, get your, mm -hmm. get an audience, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Now, another great thing is that they actually partnered up with Pandora. So and they actually, so they're working along with Pandora? Uh, yeah, thank, thank you for that clarification. They're working mm -hmm. along with Pandora. Mm -hmm. Now, the reason why they're working on Pandora is because remember in 2017, they had a liquidity issue. They didn't have yeah, money. Yeah, so it was Series XM that helped them. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But back then, one of Series XM's subsidiaries, Pandora, actually partnered up with uh, SoundCloud and they had a commercial agreement where Pandora would really much, would really sell ads for SoundCloud. So they got another revenue stream coming on. Oh, okay. That's good. Yeah, it's not bad. Mm -hmm. And like we said, creator growth. Mm -hmm. It's really based on the creators. The creators are really the ones who are really pushing for SoundCloud to continue. Okay. Yeah. So here's actually another opportunity. The fact that they acquired Repost Network and Instinctive, like, you know, those are some pretty big and good companies that was a good choice so uh quick question what is instinctive what, what, what does it do for the so SoundCloud? instinctive is a management and discovery app okay so it's, it's like a music management app so hmm. essentially like itunes so it's tailored to you know sync up your phone's music with your computers okay that's not bad so just like how itunes syncs up you know your phone's library mm. with your computer library this does the same things that's so they're nice. bringing it onto soundcloud Mm, okay, okay, which is really good. I mean, it sounds like SoundCloud is really revolutionizing their business model every so often. Mm -hmm. like they're really trying to like revamp, try out one thing, see if it works. If not, go on to the next thing and keep on trying. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, it, it, they're actually getting into things a little late, mm. but they are doing it. Well, I mean, at least they're doing something because, mm -hmm. like, if we look at their financials again, mm -hmm. they're investing a whole lot in investing activity. Oh, okay. Now, like you said, with Instinctive, they did invest a whole lot of money into that company, mm -hmm. but they're also investing a whole lot into like tangible, intangible assets that are really. Ideally, they want to like yield dividends for SoundCloud in the future, mm -hmm. and it's a good sign. Like with any company that's investing into investing activities, mm -hmm. that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so here, here's another thing that they need to improve on, mm. that they're trying to improve on. Okay. The fact that you know, as of right now, it's the U.S. that's getting all this traffic. Sure. Right. So they need to start moving on. They need to start expanding. I mean, as an international company, you probably you, should. You probably should, right? So, I mean, if you were to look at the actual stats, like, you know, the UK and Germany, their growth rate is higher than the US. Mm. So it looks like they are doing some stuff yeah. to get the users to come to get more. But, you know, hopefully they move on to every single country that because it is an international company. Yeah, and it is a website. It, so it, what? They're primarily for DJs for like, it sounds like they're primarily for the underdogs. Yeah. I think like, yeah, the US is a lend of opportunity, but I'm sure that like, oh, there's got to be some new upcoming DJs from around the world. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. And another one would be the fact that, you know, they are working on their monetization. Mm -hmm. They're trying to make it better because what it is right now, let's be honest, it, it does not sound good at all. No, it does not. No. And the fact that, you know, if they do good, mm -hmm. you're yeah. going to get paid good. Yeah. If they do bad, uh, not really. Questionable. Like, and the fact that, you know, even if you have millions of views, like if it's from the blacklisted countries, mm -hmm. you're not gonna get any revenue. Like it doesn't count. Nah. Kind of sucks. Yeah, yeah. So you know they they are trying to improve on that. So if they do good, mm -hmm. if not, not really. No. Mm -hmm. But I mean, like with all those opportunities, teasing, are there really threats? What would you say? Oh, there, there is. There's definitely threats. Yeah. And I mean, if you think about it, there are some really popular threats too. Hmm. Like what? Now a great threat that I see is a fact that their traffic has been decreasing actually. Mm -hmm. So in the monthly basis. It is going up. Okay. You know, they are they are you know getting close to seven percent. Sure. Higher. But if you were to look at you know monthly like in the grand scheme in of the things. grand scheme of things, right? 
it's actually going pretty low. Oh, how low are we talking about? So, you know, they were at 175 million views a month. Mm-hmm. And as of right now, they've actually dropped to 162 million. Ooh, that's never a good thing. No. So if you look at it, you know, like, yeah, it, maybe like in one or two months, mm-hmm. you know, you see like a higher rate. I guess it goes but like if seasonality. Would, Is yeah. that what you're trying to get at? Mm, something like that, but not really seasonality. Like okay. it, if you look at the actual visits over the year, it has been decreasing. Oh, no, that's not good. But at, at a steady rate, too. Mm. So that does not look good. It's showing that like SoundCloud's slowly becoming irrelevant. Mm-hmm. And I mean, another big threat that I see is actually themselves. Themselves? What do you mean by that? So if you were to actually look at SoundCloud itself, mm-hmm. there's actually nothing new or revolutionary that's going on. You know, it's funny that you mentioned you know, that's It's always the same true. thing. It's the yeah. same thing. They haven't changed. Mm-hmm. There, nothing has changed. Like maybe the UI has changed and like the whole monetization thing. Mm-hmm. But other than that, like for the basic user, Nothing has really changed. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. Like, their business model is the same. Like, their entire infrastructure is the same. It's just, like, they're stuck in 2007. Yeah. They're trying to, like, maintain this high that they had back then. Mm -hmm. I mean, so, apparently, like, they have have, uh, podcasts. Oh, okay. And... See, we didn't even know that. No. And we are doing podcasts. Exactly, yeah. You know, the fact that we don't even know that and, like, they, they have it... Like, they're not really advertising anything. No, like, honestly. You know, like, it's rarely that I see, like, a SoundCloud advertisement. I, uh, that's what I was thinking, too. Like, whenever someone says, like, oh, check us out, like, check out our podcast on SoundCloud. I don't hear that. Mm-mm. I said, check out our podcast on Spotify or check it out on Apple, Apple mm-hmm. Music. Mm-hmm. Never, never through there. Never through there. They really need to revamp their business model because, mm-hmm. my God, mm-hmm. it's not good. Yep. And, like, they, even they themselves, they stated the biggest, four biggest competitors are actually Amazon, Google Play, Spotify, and Apple Music. Mm-hmm. Now, Tisa, I know we said at the beginning of the episode that they have 200 million songs in their arsenal. Mm-hmm. But Amazon, Google, and Spotify, and Apple, they have a fraction of that. Mm-hmm. Now, with song-wise, Spotify comes in at 50 million. Yeah. Apple comes in at 70 million. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's a fraction, but they have a whole lot more traffic going onto their websites. Mm-hmm. And also the number of subscribers, Spotify, 144 million subscribers. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that's really like, good. That's really good. And like the fact that these companies- I mean, no wonder, you know, I have Spotify. Yeah, I've got Spotify. Even, even a lot of Apple users have Spotify. Exactly. Like everyone has Spotify. Mm-hmm. And like, it goes to show that like, SoundCloud is becoming irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Cause like I prefer, like everyone prefers Spotify. Yeah. Everyone prefers Apple. Yeah. Now another thing that they really talk about is their currency risk. Mm. Now I, I'm not, I'm not familiar, but I, decent. You're, you're more familiar with currencies. Well, what does that mean when they say currency risk? So I don't exactly know what they're trying to say, but mm-hmm. I think I get the gist of it. Mm. So you know how like SoundCloud is a uh, Germany company. Yes. So you know like you have to whatever you get from here, like you know we have in the U.S. dollars, they have it in pounds, euros. Euro and and they have it in euros. Yes. Right. So I'm guessing what they're trying to say is the currency exchange, you know, like the value of it mm. to change from the US dollars to euros because we all know they fluctuate every single day. But right? is that but it's not really a big threat. No. No. Because it's it's only a little bit, you know. I mean, yes, when the whole numbers add up, mm-hmm. it might equal like a couple hundred thousand, maybe even a million if mm-hmm. it is that big of a difference. Hmm. But I mean, that's not really a big risk. You can, I mean, a big threat because yeah. you can actually hold on to it when it's higher yeah, the fact and then they, sell it. But the fact that that is a threat, really? Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know what they're talking about there. It, just, it, it sounds like they're trying to like... Make an excuse. Exactly. Trying yeah. to make, make up excuses as to mm-hmm. why they're not doing so well. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is what it is, I guess. I, I guess so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, guys, there you have it. That was our SWOT analysis of SoundCloud. Teasing, I got to ask you, man. What's up? 
during the research, yes, is it just me or did SoundCloud seem all over the place? It sounded all over the place. And I mean, I do get that, you know, it is a private company and, mm -hmm. you know, their all their information is not really out. Yeah. But, you know, it was it was really tough. You it know, was, like as an investor, tough. if you're trying to find some stuff out about them, like it's really tough. It, I mean, like even like with even if you're not an investor, maybe you're just interested in the company, kind of like what we are. Yeah, you can't really find out everything. And what's wild is like, if I do research on a company and if I get confused about a company, mm -hmm. like say, for example, if it's not crystal clear, mm -hmm. I get sketched out. I yeah. get freaked out because like, what's going on? I don't know if it's mm -hmm. something, what's right, what's wrong, what's going on. Mm -hmm. Like, are they going to actually do well in the future or are they going to sink? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, like their information was not really available. No, it wasn't available. Yeah. I mean, like, I guess it makes sense. Like you said, private company and everything like that. But mm. the fact that they got a whole lot of funding from uh, Series XM mm -hmm. and like... I mean, they, they've went through a lot of funding, you know? They went through a lot of yeah. funding. And, uh, you know, not going to lie, the one thing that's kind of like, you know, holding me back from saying like, this is a great company mm -hmm. is the fact that, you know, like in 20, what, in 2018, no, no, in 2018, there were, you know, they, they had a net cash of two million dollars yes and in 2019 it was negative 25 million yeah what what's like, up with that what, yeah what was up with that what i mean you know like they got out of bankruptcy in 2017 yes so like well that can't be that mm -mm. so my question is what were they doing like what happened <sighs> like the thing is like they don't really talk about that and it's like yeah that that's all so the yeah. thing that sucks because like you can't really find information about mm -mm. it. no you can't and like I, I haven't heard any news about them going public anytime soon and to no. be honest that's probably a good thing mm -hmm. because like whew, if uh, hypothetical thought pro thought scenario, mm. SoundCloud is about to go public. Yes, we were able to invest in SoundCloud for twenty bucks a share. Yes, would you buy a share of SoundCloud? No, no, no. Why? I mean, based on like all the information that I found out, it mm. doesn't seem like that big of a company. I mean, it is a big company. You know, there's big over two hundred million. Yeah, yeah. But like you know, the fact that you know they've been through many uh, fundings. <laughs> Yes. Okay. They've been through many fundings. Okay. And the fact that, you know, they're not really focusing a lot on their monetization mm -hmm. or like their normal users. Yeah. And also the other fact that, you know, their traffic has been decreasing. Mm -hmm. I would be like, mm, is it the end? Is it over? My biggest concern is that plus they're rotating. They're going through so many of their founders. Mm -hmm. they're, they're, they're I mean, they, they terminated their founder. Yeah. Alex. Alex. I mean, what's with that? I don't that's the thing I don't get. Like another prime example, he says on Twitter that he's still a director at mm -hmm. SoundCloud, but the document says otherwise. Yeah, documents say that he's been terminated. Mm -hmm. So it's like, what do you mean? Like, what do you what's mean going on? And then uh, what's his face? Trainer, Carrie Trainer. He's no longer the CEO. Some other dude is now CEO. Why did he leave after he saved the company? Yeah, so they're just like going through them. Like, mm -hmm. so what is the actual reason? You know, that's the question. Like, I don't know, maybe they're going for bigger and better opportunities. Mm. Maybe they just, they know something that we don't. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's that SoundCloud is not a good company to work for. Maybe it's a sinking company. Probably. I mean, okay, so based on what you've, what we've researched, right? Yes. Do you think it's a sink or swim? I think it's a sink, to yeah. be honest. Yeah, I, I kind of see that too. Yes, they they do have like a huge library. Mm -hmm. And yes, there are millions of people going on it monthly. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, there hasn't been anything new. There hasn't been anything, you know, no. revolutionary, no. like we said. So, like, it's just the same thing. And, I mean, you know, nowadays, like, it looks like Spotify mm -hmm. is the king. Yeah. You know what? Like, their subscribers, they have 144 million. True. And even Apple only has 30, what is it, 72 million. Mm -hmm. So, like, definitely Spotify is taking over. Yeah. I mean, maybe just to play devil's advocate, like, to, like, advocate for SoundCloud. As a creator, as a DJ host, I mean... Maybe like that. The only reason why it's good is that way you can get your name get mm -hmm. your foot in the door into mm -hmm. the entire industry. Yeah, with a very low barrier to, barrier to entry. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But beside from that, <sighs> don't really see. No. Mm. 
No. I don't know. I feel like at least like I can't imagine SoundCloud growing any bigger. Yeah. I mean, like, I think it's it, it's reached its peak. It's beyond its peak. What they've already had to let go 170, 173 employees. Mm-hmm. They're now only located in two offices, New mm-hmm. York and Berlin. Mm-hmm. If anything, it sounds like a just it sounds like a a dossier for creators to like put stuff up there and be be recognized. Yeah. Other than that, I have no idea. Uh, e- easy sync, easy mm-hmm. sync, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah. And guys, that was our episode on SoundCloud. Now, if you like what you heard and have an opinion about our analysis, don't forget to go on Facebook or Instagram at 202A Podcast and leave a comment. And we'll check them out and let you know what we think. Let us know if you want us to do an analysis on a company. And who knows, it might just be featured in a later installment of the 202A Podcast. And guys, I'm Teason. And I'm Vince. And this is the 202A Podcast. And we're out.